Hi, this is Richard Pryor. You listen to the Black Experience in Music. And it's coming from WKDU in Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia, hear me? WKDU, Philadelphia. Don't forget that it's in Philadelphia. It's WKDU, it's in Philadelphia. This is the Black Experience in Music. In Music. In Music. Whatever you like. <laughs> it's 91.7 FM on your radio dial. Oh, if you got a hip television, channel 26. <laughs> Jazz on TV Tune in and tune out Streaming and dreaming I'm gonna be a star On game shows where even losers win On a good day in L.A. Tonight, bearded host, no women, no doubt. Staying up all night till a quarter to three. Looking for jazz on TV Talking smooth, that ain't never been cool. Please get a swing, or it don't mean a thing. Keeping it real, singing up. Jazz on TV Got it wrong. I witnessed God plenty of blues. But where's that sound, that sound that makes freedom ring? The kind of beat to the beat of music, the beat of music, and the beat of swing. Ride that timber with a sumble beat, screaming guitars on top of a beat, bar. Turn up the heat. 
Coal Train and Miles back on the block. Ella Bird and Sarah around the clock, keeping it real. Staying up all night till the quarter to three. Staying up all night, all night till the quarter to three. All night till the quarter to three. Yeah, yeah. Looking for jazz on TV. Kicking off the show this morning with Carmen Lundy. From her album, Modern Ancestors, we heard jazz on TV. I guess Richard Pryor had it right. If you have a hip television, you could probably get a little jazz on your TV. You're listening to the Black Experience in Music on WKDU in Philadelphia. I'm Don Henson, and it's my pleasure to spend the next three hours with you. Today's show is coming to you remotely from our Texas studio. If you would like to communicate with us, you can tweet me at Don's Music Corner. Additionally, you can check out today's playlist at WKDU.org. So let's get started. Here's a young lady who's a native of Dallas, Texas, a graduate of Booker T. Washington High School for the Performing and Visual Arts, and the winner of the 2015 Thelonious Monk Institute International Jazz Competition. Jazz Mia Horn on WKDU, Philadelphia. Every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies, let it resound loud as the the dark past has taught us sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us facing the rising sun of our new day begun let us march on till victory is won morning find me moaning cause of all the trouble I see life's a losing gamble to me cares and woes have got me moaning every evening find me moaning I'm alone and crying the blues yeah but I'm so tired of paying these dues everybody knows I'm moaning Lord, I spend day on days and nights alone with my grief. But I pray, really and truly pray, somebody would come and bring me release every evening. I'm alone and crying the blues. I'm so tired of paying these dues. Everybody knows I'm on. 
every morning find me moaning Cause of all the trouble I see Life's a losing gamble to me Cats and woes have got me moaning Every evening find me moaning I'm alone and crying I'm so tired of pain Everybody knows I'm moaning double dose of social call on WKDU. Betty Carter, The Way You Look Tonight, from her album Social Call. And before that, a medley of tunes from Jazz Mia Horn, Lift Every Voice and Sing, and Moanin'. 
That was taken from Jasmia's album, which was inspired by Betty Carter, A Social Call. You know, so much music on the black experience is inspired by poetry. Here's one of the great poets from the Harlem Renaissance and one of the early innovators of jazz poetry, Langston Hughes. I've known rivers ancient as the world and older than the flow of human blood in human veins. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. I bathed in the Euphrates when dawns were young. I built my hut near the Congo and it lulled me to sleep. I looked upon the Nile and raised the pyramids above it. I heard the singing of the Mississippi when Abe Lincoln went down to New Orleans and I've seen its muddy bosom turn all golden in the sunset. I've known rivers, ancient dusky rivers. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. inspired by a poem written by Langston Hughes. I'm sure most of you have heard of Langston Hughes. And he wrote a poem about rivers. And we call this song, I've Known Rivers. than the world and older than the blood I've known rivers I've known rivers all through Africa and North America South America and Australia I've known rivers I've known rivers I've known rivers in the north and the south I've known rivers in the east and the west I've known rivers all over this world I've sailed some and seen the rest I've known rivers I've known rivers I've known rivers Ancient dusky rivers And my soul has grown deep Like the rivers, the rivers, the rivers Like the rivers I have Rivers I have known, ancient than the world, and older than the blood. I've known rivers, I've known rivers, all through Africa and the north of America, in South America and Australia. I've known rivers, I've known rivers. I've known rivers in the north and the south I've known rivers in the east and the west I've known rivers all over this world I've sailed some and seen the rest I've known rivers I've known rivers I've known rivers Ancient dusky rivers And my soul has grown deep Like the rivers, the rivers, the rivers Like the
she moved away one day So they say, away from Harlem I can hear his echoes So could use some of those blues from Langston Hughes. Hey, there goes that A train. Hey, there goes that A train through Harlem. From the album Be Good, Gregory Porter, On My Way to Harlem, a conversation about some of the former residents of Harlem like Duke Ellington and Langston Hughes. And that was preceded by Gary Bartz from the album I've Known Rivers and Other Bodies. We heard I've Known Rivers. And of course, Gary Bartz mentioned that the song was based on a poem by Langston Hughes. So we started that set by Langston Hughes himself, reciting his poem, The Negro Speaks of Rivers. That was played from an album, Every Tone, a Testimony in African American Oral History. You're listening to Drexel University's free format, non-commercial radio station, The Black Experience in Music, on WKDU in Philadelphia. The Chosen 300's mission seeks to bring people together to help them to realize that despite our differences in our race, ethnic group, denomination, social class, economic classes, or faith practice, we can unify ourselves for the common good. They have a variety of programming to help men and women in transition get back on their feet. At their computer clinic, volunteers are on site to help men and women in transition receive assistance with resume writing, online job search, and email setup. The expungement clinic every Monday at West at the West Philadelphia location 3959 Lancaster Avenue at 5 p.m. Free legal consult offer to those seeking expungement services by local by a local law firm. There's also computer training. A five-week computer course is provided for homeless men and women who are interested in moving forward with information technology. 
These courses will provide individuals with the basic computer concepts needed to enhance their resume, as well as place prepared men and women in transition to stay on top in the competitive market. Located at 116 Spring Garden Street, the Chosen 300 reaches out to those in need and in every way. To find out how to get help, volunteer, or learn more, go to www.chosen300.org. That's www.chosen300.org. A message from Chosen 300 and WKDU. So let's get back into the music. Here's Pharaoh Sanders, Love Will Find a Way, on the Black Experience in Music.
Dorothy Ashby on the harp, Little Sunflower. That's from her album Afro Harping. Before that, Ama Jamal, title tune off his Saturday morning album. And John Hicks, After the Morning. That was taken from the album Hicks Time. And we started that set with the title selection of Pharaoh Sanders' album, Love Will Find a Way. 
It's the top of the hour, and you're listening to Drexel University's free format, non-commercial radio station, The Black Experience in Music, on WKDU 91.7 FM in Philadelphia. Again, I'm Don Henson, and it's my pleasure to spend some time and share a little music with you. Up next, Jamaican-born Monty Alexander, paying homage to another Jamaican, Bob Marley. No woman, no cry.
We started that set with Monty Alexander, No Woman, No Cry, live from the Harlem Kingston Express album, recorded live at Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola in New York City. Following that, we heard A Thousand Rainbows from Isaiah J. Thompson plays the music of Buddy Montgomery. And finally, we heard Mark Carey with Taiwa from his Focus album. From the Society of Women Engineers, Are you a parent or an educator? Are you looking for a way to get girls interested in STEM? SWE Next Clubs are a way to connect with SWE members and other SWE Nexters in your area. Your branch of SWE Next Club can be any size with students K through 12. The direction of your club is up to you. Your club can participate in national programs like the SWE Next Club Challenge or Design Lab Challenge, 
work on projects that use engineering to help people in your community. The Design Lab Challenge provides funding. Participate in hands-on activities. Host outreach events for younger students in your community. Attend outreach events hosted by SWE sections in your area. Explore career and college options and compete in, a, in competitions like Future City or FIRST Robotics. To find out more how you can start a chapter in your school or community, go to www.swe.org. Brought to you by the Society of Women Engineers, Drexel Women Engineers, and WKDU. So let's get back into the music and visit with one of the masters of the keyboard, Art Tatum on WKDU, Philadelphia.
this is The Black Experience in Music on WKDU Philadelphia.
This time an innovator on the piano, Thelonious Monk. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. On the Hammond B3 organ, Richard Groove Holmes, this here, and we kicked off that set with the master himself, Art Tatum, and Willow Weep For Me. And don't forget to tell your friends about the black experience in music. It can be heard midnight to 2 p.m. on Sundays. And if you're not near a radio or you don't live in the Philadelphia area, you can hear the station by going to wkdu.org and clicking on the Listen Now link. You can also listen to the station on various radio streaming apps like TuneIn, Streamer, and SoundTap. So let's get back into the music. Here's a little bit of George Duke on WKDU. My main theme is the danger of nuclear weapons. We are at a very critical point in American history. As the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Idealism is very important. We can change the world. We can change the world. With all the problems we face in the world today, I know it's difficult to believe that a single person or a group of people can possibly make a difference, but every solution begins with a dream, and a dream is the substance of things hoped for, and hope put into action can be the beginning of something profound. My wish is that this song will uplift spirits and musically offer the positive messages that the world so desperately needs. Gather around, let's talk a minute, what I have to say is quite simple, but very hard to do What have we got to
they know more than we how it feels in this world to be free
as it spins around Just don't let the spin get you down Things are moving fast Hold on tight and you'll last Keep yourself respect Keep your manly pride Get yourself in gear Keep your stride Never mind your fears Cause brighter days will soon be Love lost love. 
of youth, concluding only half of the truth, exuding only one small percent of what I surely felt for you. And then one morning that brought a day so gently, we set apart things of the heart and lost love long ago. Concluding 
It's the top of the hour, and you're listening to Drexel University's free-format, non-commercial radio station, The Black Experience of Music, on WKDU 91.7 FM in Philadelphia. And again, I'm Don Henson, and it's my pleasure to be spending this time with you musically. Today's show is coming to you remotely from our Texas studio, so if you'd like to communicate with us, you can tweet me at Don's Music Corner. We started that last set with George Duke from his Dream Weaver album. We heard Transition One, Change the World. Esther Satterfield suggested that we look to the children, and that was taken from her Once I Loved album. Following Esther Satterfield, a brand new album by Dara Tucker, Dreams of Waking, Music for a Better World, we heard Someday We'll All Be Free. That was followed by Pancho Sanchez featuring uh, the vocal stylings of Diane Reeves. We heard the selection entitled Morning from his Afro-Cuban fantasy album. And closing out that set, Windows from Flora Purim and her Encounter LP. And we remind you that the playlist for today's show will be posted on WKDU.org. The Drexel University Black Alumni Council, DUBAC, announces a legacy to share, navigating life's challenges and celebrating our greatest achievements. Legacy is a series of essays capturing the lives of 56 Drexel Black alums. The collection of stories honors over 50 years of history since the first wave of black students began arriving on Drexel's campus in the late 1960s celebrates their stories of struggle, triumph, grit, gratitude, and commitment to excellence despite the odds, and demonstrates that black alumni across the globe stand united for the success of black students on campus today and for future waves of scholars preparing to enter their intellectual arena. A legacy to share may be obtained online at bit.ly Dubak Legacy, that's B-I-T, dot L-Y slash D-U-B-A-C-L-E-G-A-C-Y or at the Drexel University Barnes and Noble Bookstore at 33rd and Chestnut Street. Proceeds from book sales supports the Dubach Scholarship Fund. We've been airing interviews with several of the contributing authors to the book. And we have one here that uh, Sherry Pennington did with Dr. Pia Scott. Dr. Scott's chapter in the book is entitled, Finding the Key to Getting Over. So today we're going to interview another one of the contributors to Dubox, A Legacy to Share book, which is helping minority students to get scholarships to attend Drexel University. And I had the pleasure today of speaking with Dr. Pia Scott. So I'd like to welcome you, Dr. Scott. Thank and you. If you will, just before we jump into the questions, let's just talk a little bit about you, the doctor part in particular, what are you the doctor of and what's going on right now in your life? Yes, uh, so I have my doctorate in education that um, I received from Drexel University in 2016. 
And I am currently a licensed professional counselor. So I do a lot of work with mental health, a lot of work with diversity, equity, and inclusion, and also working with um, students who are in college, young adults, with training and also college to career development as well. So helping them figure out and navigate their career uh, and those uh, spaces where they can learn about different careers. Excellent, excellent. Are you local to Philadelphia or? I'm actually located in Atlanta by way of uh, the DMV area. I visit often. I visit um, Philly often as well. I have a few friends that are still there that I met uh, while in school. So it's just really welcoming to come back to Philly. Excellent. Well, you, we thank you for joining us today. And thank we'll, we're going to ask um, some of the questions. Okay. So I would like to know, why did you decide to contribute to A Legacy to Share? I decided to contribute because I wanted to share my story. And often we all can connect as human beings and as people through storytelling. And the art of storytelling is something that has been in our culture for, you know, forever. And so when you have things that you can share with other people, then what better way to do that is to share your story. And when I found out about this um, legacy to share and navigating the challenges and helping other students see, you know, the things that we have been through and our experiences, but to help them understand that this is how we got through those experiences and you share what you've been through so that people can have that empowerment and be encouraged to get over um, and move past things that may be hindering their lives. Excellent. I totally agree. Sharing is just, just increases your, your knowledge base and you could help me prevent something that you experienced that I was headed straight for. Yes. And I think it's so excellent that you guys have put this together. What was the most challenging part of documenting your story? I would say the most challenging part was trying to figure out what to put in, what not to put in, because there's so much that you can share, but there's, mm -hmm. you know, only but so much, so much space because there are so many stories that are important and that need to be shared. So just finding what to put in there and to make it, um, you know, make sense to the reader as well. Like, sure, what do I need to share um, so that people can understand where I'm coming from and what that looks like through uh, words and words? What does that look like and how do I relay that message? So just finding that balance between what to share and making sure that people understand you know, what this uh, story looks like for me. So what was the essence of the story that you shared? The, sh the story I shared um, is how finding different ways to get over. Um, and I previously did another book called um, How I Got Over the Educational Pursuit of Black Female Scholars, where I share um, different stories about how Black women who are getting their uh, PhDs and B's um, how we have navigated some challenges that we've experienced 
But in my chapter, I talk about, or the title of my chapter is finding the key to getting over. So when you're going through a lot of things, there are different avenues, there are different resources that you can tap into, whether that's um, support from your friends or family, whether that's support from um, your organization. I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. So reaching out to those um, ladies that really supported me as well, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had to travel back and forth from Pennsylvania to South Carolina, because both my my brother and my mother were both um, diagnosed with cancer at the time. Mm-hmm. So while I was in school, I had to move back home to take care of them and also um, work my full-time job, my part-time job. Uh, I would fly once a month to, um, to back to Pennsylvania to pursue my studies at Drexel. So there were a lot of things that I endured, but just to share that, um, that experience with people gives me makes me feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and that's sharing my story so that other people can be inspired and encouraged. Absolutely, because those were some heavy challenges on you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you made it through. So congratulations again on that. Thank you. Yes, for sure. So tell me what was the most rewarding and or the fun part of documenting your story Hearing all the other stories and reading all the other stories. And, you know, when you're developing and creating a book or some type of um, archived documentation, whether that's a book, whether that's a short film, you know, this is something that can be shared. This is something that will be passed down to other generations. This is something that is now part of history. Um, you don't only hear the stories, but you can actually feel it. You can read it. You can see it. And I really am excited that this book is helping other um, Black students who want to attend Drexel, who are attending Drexel, because when I was in my program, um, I will say I was not aware of Dubac at the time, but as an alum, mm. I, you know, reached back and I said, how can I, you know, as an individual work with another group of um, individuals to really help and support the legacy of Drexel and the Black students who have attended because our history is so rich. And just to share that is really exciting for me to see that come to life and to see what it looks like and to read the other stories and really understand, you know, that I'm not alone in this, that other people have had similar experiences, different experiences, and that we all have a story to tell, but at the end of the day, we all finished our degree. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like when you said hearing other people's stories as you guys were compiling the book, or was it after they completed it that you read their story? It was after um, the book was completed and just going through and reading, you know, the different stories and seeing people in different, uh, different industries, like Mm -hmm. healthcare, engineering, um, just hearing those stories and, seeing how people work through, because some of those industries and fields, you don't really see too many, um, too many of us and 
in those roles. And so just to see that is encouraging for that student who might be discouraged and is having trouble in their chemistry class or their math class and to know that there's someone who may have had that same experience or who's been able to get through that experience and achieve their degree in that particular area, it makes it that more exciting. That is what most folks that have read Dubeck, a, a legacy to share, say the exact same thing, just hearing and reading other people's stories. That just gets them so excited. And I think there may be, I, I'm not sure, is there about 50 stories in there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we keep trying to encourage all of our listening audience to pick up a copy of A Legacy to Share because they too can benefit from it, may have up and coming high school seniors that would benefit straight from the gate and learning how to maneuver. When I went to Drexel many, many moons ago, it was tough. It was extremely yep. challenging and there were not a whole lot of black students around in the general college area that I was in. Mm-hmm. Made it through with the help of WKDU, actually. Yes. Uh, the other thing I would like to ask you about any key lessons that you would like your readers to walk away with. There's nothing wrong with walking alone. Uh, and I will say that because in my experience at Drexel, I truly was alone. Um, okay. And to give that further context, I was the only, you know, Black female in my cohort. Um, and there was, a, there was a group of 10 of us who were pursuing the um, EDB at the time. And the two people that I actually did connect with, and I talk about this, a little bit about this in, the, in my story, in the book, I connected with two people and those two people eventually left the program. And so then... I was left to myself Um, and I had some experiences with racial um, discrimination and also with gender um, discrimination as well. Um, And some of it came from people that looked like me and some of it came from people that didn't look like me. And just to experience that really, it impacted me a lot However, through the course, like I said, those social supports, the supports outside of um, Drexel really helped me focus and push and navigate through those systems. And I encourage anyone that sometimes it is okay to walk alone um, in these spaces that you have to navigate, but to also have that support as well Um, You know, don't be afraid to walk alone. Don't be afraid to be the only one. Don't be afraid to speak your mind um, and not feel guilty about it, not feel that you don't have a voice. So in my program, I felt that way. Mm -hmm. But as I progressed through, I learned that I did not have to be silent. I could speak my mind. Um, because oftentimes when you do speak your mind, people look at you a little bit differently. Um, but I was always, I, when I would speak, it was as if the room was silent. 
Um, no one responded, no one said anything, but when other people spoke in the class, there was, you know, additional conversations that were had about what they were saying. But when I said something, there was complete silence. So then it made me feel, well, did I say something wrong or, Mm. you know, um, and once again, when you have people who look like you stand in silence, but said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. that I said or yeah. something similar then you know there were engagements and, and sympathy but if I said it then it was almost like I was the angry black woman wow um, <laughs> you know that's sad I mean I can empathize with you I've <laughs> been through similar situations and it seems as though you know, there's a cliche the more things change the more they stay the oh, same yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're saying you were feeling, I understand the, the racial thing for sure, but, you know, you graduated, you said 2016, is that right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And 2016, and we're still, you know, supposed to have moved on, but, right. you know, it looks like things change. <laughs> Sometimes they really stay in the same interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the evolution of things, you know. It's still the same, it just might look a little different. Yeah, we yep. see it every day, unfortunately, still. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great success to make it through anyway. So did you go to undergrad at Drexel as well? I did not. I attended um, South Carolina State University for my bachelor's and master's. Okay. Um, yes. So okay. I, I had I had both experiences. So it was um, very interesting and different. But I grew and I learned in both spaces. Um, So to go from an HBCU to a PWI, there are different aspects. Some things are similar, but there's a lot of differences as well, too. Um, But I I really enjoyed both of my experiences. Okay, that's good. And my final question, and I, you kind of, walked and talked around, I guess your, your doctoral uh, educational years were a little challenging, but as a Drexel Dragon, what other experience can you share or if anything? So, so yes. okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So as a Drexel Dragon, and when I say that my experiences were not all, um, they weren't all bad, but to go through that, what I went through at Drexel, it taught me how to be um, creative. Okay. It taught me how to be more um, open-minded with what I could do in my area of education. So I pursued higher education and I worked in higher ed for the last 10 years. And there were just some things that I experienced there too. Um, the microaggressions, the, you know, racism, the sexisms, any ism you can think of. Um, you know, I experienced that in a particular role within higher education. And so I decided, okay, what can I do with what I've learned from my degree, because with the EDD, it teaches us how to be 
practical? How can we use what we've learned in the real world? And once I learned that I could have a business and I got in contact with a lot of networks through my um, former professor and program chair and also my dissertation um, committee chair, uh, I really really plugged into her and she really plugged into me. And that's Dr. Pittman. Um, I believe she's retired now with Drexel, but she really helped me through that. And just being connected to her, I learned about doing um, presentations. Never had done a presentation in my life. Um, And submitted for the presentation, wrote for it, got accepted. Okay. And then once I got accepted to one, I started doing more and got accepted. I think within, so I graduated Drexel with, I believe, 2016. I will say ever since 2016 up until now, I have only got one denial for any proposal that I've submitted to do a presentation. Oh, wow. So I, yes, I learned so much in terms of writing, in terms of being creative and thinking outside of the box in terms of being um, someone that is practical. How can I take this degree and what I've learned as a leader? Um, what can I put in here and what can I do and take away? And so once I got the license as a professional counselor, I created my own LLC. And now I um, am the uh, founder of the PL Scott Group, where we focus on the three C's. We do counseling and mental health, coaching, your life coaching, um, your career development coaching, and we also do consulting. So I do curriculum development and continuing education training for counselors um, and and individuals in the helping profession. And we also do DEI as well, diversity, equity, and inclusion workshops. So the more that I've learned um, how to be more creative and what my brand is and what my strengths are. Mm-hmm. I really got that from Drexel and being the practical uh, practitioner, really learning uh, more about myself and, you know, the talents that I do have and tapping into that. Um, without that piece of it, I probably would never have started a business. Um, so I take all of that and I'm so grateful for my experiences. That's a beautiful story. And we're glad that we have taken the time out today to speak with Dr. Pia Scott um, here about her contribution to a legacy to share. And that book is available. I know it's available at the Drexel Bookstore and also online. I can't give you that site right off the top of my head, but I'm sure if you Google do back a legacy to share, that you too can get your own copy. So I'm Sherry Pennington with the Black Experience in Music. It's been my pleasure speaking with you. And I hope that we'll talk soon in the future. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. You are quite welcome. You take care and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sherry. And uh, just a reminder... The book is from the Drexel University Black Alumni Council, Dubach, and it's entitled A Legacy to Share, Navigating Life's Challenges and Celebrating Our Greatest Achievements. The book can be obtained um, online 
at bit.ly slash d-u-b-a-c-l-e-g-a-c-y bit.ly slash Dubach Legacy or at the Drexel University uh, Barnes and Noble Bookstore at 33rd and Chestnut Street. Get excited about life? It's worth living. Urban Tree Connection Neighborhood Food Farms is a multi-site urban farm located in West Philadelphia and the surrounding communities. They specialize in sustainably grown fruits, vegetables, and herbs. Our continued work is to create community-led, affordable, and sustainable markets in impoverished food desert communities. To view the farmer's market schedule for this season, or to see how you get involved, visit www.urbantreeconnection.org. Remember, by supporting the farm, you support the empowerment of the community around fresh local food. Buy local, eat fresh. A message from the Urban Tree Connection Markets. You're listening to the Black Experience in Music on WKDU in Philadelphia. Up next, out of New Orleans, from uh, his album Love Happened to Me, Philip Manuel with a sting composition, Fragile. and steel are one Drying in the color of the evening sun Perhaps the rain will wash the tears away Something in our minds will always say Perhaps this final act was meant To quench your lifetime's argument That nothing comes from violence and nothing ever good For all those born beneath an angry star Lest we forget how fragile we are On and on the rain will fall Like tears from a star Like tears from a star
When flesh and steel are one Trying in the color of the evening sun Perhaps the rain will wash the tears away Something in our minds will always serve Perhaps this final act was meant To quench your lifetime's argument That nothing comes from violence And nothing ever could For all those born beaten beneath that angry star Lest we forget how fragile we are from a star On and on The rain will sing How fragile we are How fragile we are On and on The rain will fall Like tears from a star Like tears from a star WKDU, Philadelphia.
from the album recorded live at the Lighthouse in 1968, The Jazz Crusaders and Eleanor Rigby. Before that, one of the classics, we listened to John Coltrane's Equinox and starting us off at the bottom of the hour, Roy Ayers' Ubiquity, The Third Eye. Well, that just about wraps up this phase of the Black Experience in Music. This has been Don Henson, and it has certainly been my pleasure sharing the music with you for the last three hours. I hope that you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed sharing it with you. Beginning this week, the Black Experience in Music schedule expands to 6 p.m. Hopeton Brown starts things off at midnight, followed by an automated music mix at 3 a.m. 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. are covered on a rotating basis by various communicators of the Black Experience. Sherry Pennington pops in at 11.30 with the Community Spotlight. Al Knight's program expands to three hours from noon to 3 p.m., and the Black Experience continues with a new time slot from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. So make sure you tune in. Taking us out in the background this morning is Freddie Hubbard with To Her Ladyship. This is the Black Experience in Music on WKDU, Philadelphia. Peace. Peace.